Welcome to our teaching today, where Christ's Word is the center of our world. We are about to listen to the undiluted Word of God from the throne of grace. The teacher told the joke one day to his students, and they, they laughed. Okay, it was funny. I don't know the jokes I can share. Uh, and he told the same joke again, and a few people laughed. And he told the same joke again. And nobody laughed. And he said, Why are you guys not excited over the same jokes? But yet, when wrong and bad things make you worry, you keep staying on those things. We keep, we keep holding on to those things. But when you hear something good, you know, you, you, you take it for granted. You hear the gospel, you, you hear, you know, some of you, oh, grace, like, you're tired of hearing grace. You want to hear something else. <laughs> Amen. So you must keep being excited at the same things. Keep ensuring that these things are refreshing us. Amen. I'm sure you've heard the example given about uh, someone who holds a glass of water in their hand, right? The glass of water is very light, it's the same weight, but if you hold it for 30 seconds, you don't feel the weight, okay? But if you hold it for 15 minutes, your hand begins to get heavy. You hold it for an hour, your hand really becomes weary. And if you hold it for, let's say, six hours, your, your hand becomes numb, so what exactly has happened? Has the weight of the glass and water has it increased? But what has happened? Because you have held on to it for so long, it, it now begins to wear you out and weigh you down. And that's what happens to some of us who keep on holding to past experiences, bad things that have happened, past that has been cleansed by God. We keep holding on to it. Amen. Today, I'll just, I would say some things. Let's just listen and be blessed. For this year, I've called it um, uh, 20 perfecting for myself. You know, you should always have a word for yourself. And as well as you have the words. So it's a year of position, it's a year of possession, it's a year of perfecting. I've called it 20 perfect 17. It's going to be a perfect year. Amen. So if I, was to, if I was to title this, I would say broken but perfect. Broken but perfect. You know, and, um, you know, Pastor Phil gave a very fantastic example about that. You know, talking about a key. A key is caught in m- many places. A key is not straight and smooth. But you see, a key has many places they have put holes and just caught in many places and that's how many of us are many areas of our life have places probably that you're not proud of places where you have issues maybe weakness or certain things that you 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 you, you can't you can't talk about but it's that makeup that uh that structure of that key that enables it to open setting doors. Amen. So it means that your life is not a mistake. 
Are you hear what I'm saying? Your life is not a mistake. As long as you continue to trust God, you may be broken, you may be weak, you may not be like your neighbor, you may not be like your colleagues, but you are perfect for purpose. Tell your neighbor you are perfect for purpose. So this year, one of the scriptures I'm, I'm holding on to is, uh, of course you know that we are masking 2017, is Psalms 138 verse 8. The Lord will perfect all that concerns me. Amen. I want you to say that. Say the Lord will perfect all that concerns me. The Lord will perfect all that concerns me. Let's see that in the Amplified Version. The Lord perfects all that concerns me. The Lord perfects all that concerns me. The Lord will perfect all that concerns me. I want you to be, I want this to be your understanding. Amen. Don't look at your issues. Don't look at your family. When we were growing up, there was something my dad told me that. That we don't have any excuse not to be successful. No excuse. Except you are very sickly. Lies. In other words, maybe somebody that's on admission in the hospital and can't do anything. But the truth is, I'll say this. It's not what happens to you that matters. It's how you respond to what happens to you that matters. So people say life happens. No, life doesn't happen to you. It's your response to life that determines your outcome in life. I hear what I'm saying. So whatever excuses, whatever experience, whatever it has been, those are not the issues. Those are not the issues. One man, one man is successful today because his father was rich. Another man is unsuccessful because his father was rich. <laughs> one man's poor background is the motivation for him to be successful in the future. Another man's poor background is the reason why he's not successful in the future. Someone's third class was his motivation to say, because of this third class, no, I must succeed in life. I don't want to take class. You say, I had a bad foundation. There was nothing I could do about it. That's why I'm poor. So it's not what happens to you. It's your response to what happens to you that matters. You are the decider. Amen. Amen. So this year I've said, God is perfecting all that concerns me. And please, of course, you know, here we are Christ Amplified. So, do not, do not put pressure on yourself. Amen? Do not, I'm not saying this to put pressure on yourself. Because you are in Christ. And Christ is in God. Something I've learned in my life, no matter the trouble I find myself in, or no matter the expectation that is required of me, it should drive me to Christ. I hear what I'm saying. So if I find myself in a situation where um, I'm failing, I'm not doing well, you know, I, I, that, that pulls me to Christ. 
If I find myself in a situation where so much is expected of me, I need to be doing better, I need to be doing... It pulls me to Christ. But our natural response is when you hear expectations, when you are faced with challenges, we tend to look at ourselves. And that's where we have challenges. You tend to look at yourself and say, oh, I'm the one that did this thing yesterday. I'm the one that finds myself in this kind of trouble. I'm the one, how am I going to? So we don't talk about self-esteem here. What do we talk about? Christ-esteem. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Christ in me is the assurance of glory. Amen. Tell your neighbor, Christ in you is the assurance, is the guarantee of glory. Amen. That should be your mindset. That should be your mindset. So trust him through the process. For, for instance, I am having a very challenging time at work, but I know that this is God expanding my capacity for something I have to do in the future. Amen. That's, that should be your perspective. No matter, as in, so when anything happens to me in life, you know what I'm asking? Okay, so what, 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 what is God trying to teach me now? That should be your perspective. Is this something I'm supposed to learn here? Is he directing me? Or redirecting me. That should be our perspective to life. So there was a time where I lost my job. I tried all my contacts and everything to renew the job. It did not work out. So I started searching. Searching, what, what is this? Is there an opportunity? Is there something? I keep searching. I'm, I'm trusting God. Because I know that my life is too important for God to allow anything to just happen to me. So I get relocation. I'm in Abuja. Why am I here? Why am I here? Because see, I'm not going to give account of my work per se if that is not god's kingdom call for me but i'm going to give account of my call amen that's why we pray that our understanding is enlightened that we may know what is what the hope of his what calling so that that's what i'm that's what i'm after that's what i'm searching for that's what i'm searching for so i knew after a while that i was in abuja because of tsp no other reason amen I was telling Pastor Phil, my job brought me, my job helped me, brought me into purpose. God used my job to bring me into purpose. And when time for my promotion came, they wanted to take me to Benin, you know. They wanted to take me to Lokoja, Makodi, different options. I gave the testimony here, but God just did it for me. You know, it was my purpose that was not directing my, 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 my job. Not my job unveiling my purpose for me. <laughs> Amen. Amen. But I don't know that my God is going to use this job to, to direct my purpose in the future. Because it was, it was, you know, Pastor Fee, something you said, I was going to tell you. I was, I was going to ask. You didn't ask. You know, there's something you said that God will, that in the next few days, yeah, I, in fact, I was thinking it was even, you gave a prophecy for yourself, you know. Then I now, I now, there was something I heard in my spirit, and I said, ah. Like this thing is for me as well. You may say in the next few days, God is going to tell you something about your future that will speak into 20, 40 years. How many of you can remember that? I mean, I don't even think the thoughts that came scared me, so I don't even think I don't even think I will share it with my wife. So maybe I told her she was doing something else. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I know I mentioned it, but I didn't I didn't stay on it. You know, so. We need, to, we need to learn how to trust God. We need to trust him. Trust him. Even in your mistakes. 
There's a part of the Bible that says, even the lawful captive, the lawful. some people know how to ball out scripture to save themselves. Yeah? So even the lawful captive will be set free. And I hear that scripture, I go, boy, Kai. That's, now you enter prison because of your mistake, but you'll be set free. You see, see people are enjoying revelation. They're using revelation to escape. You, only, you can only take advantage of what has been revealed to you. You can't take advantage of information that has not been made known to you. Are you hearing me? We need to trust God. So like I was saying, even I, I'll just be using testimony. and Yeah, so then it would have been very tough, like I said, you know, to take on that new role. Of course, it was emotional power. My colleague had lost his life. And I was going, if I was going to do that, I was going to have to combine that and my former role. But God did it for me at his perfect time. For me, it's, it's perfect timing for me. I don't know how anybody else would have calculated it. You know, people like to always say, if this happened, then that would have happened. Then what if this did not happen? Then what would have not happened? <laughs> but now, God has brought me into this role. I've seen how challenging it is. And I know there's no way. I, I don't even know how I'd have been able to do it. But God brought me into this role. They got somebody to replace me uh, for my former role. And everything is just perfect timing. Perfect so you need to trust God. Amen. It may be broken. It may not make sense. But he's working his purpose in your situation. I'm telling you. The challenge we have is that many of us don't know how to trust God. Many of us look at ourselves. Ambition. You want to... There's somebody I was counseling in church recently too. Same challenge. You know... You want to walk your purpose by yourself. Say, God, God, don't, God, don't come and spoil my life for me. <laughs> <That's>... <laughs> I'm serious. It's not just job. Job, marriage, business, different things. Like, God, God, just come and spoil it. Don't come and change it for me, I beg. <laughs> so you do all you can. You want to walk the service, you walk the service. Walk the PPA, walk it, walk it. Guy. <laughs> One of the greatest prayers you can pray as a believer is for God's will and purpose to be done. Because I've looked at the, at the end of the day, like you want, that's where your fulfillment, your fulfillment will be in that you did what God said you should do. Apart from all the houses, the cars, your beautiful wife and everything. You want to ensure that you did what God wanted you to do. So that's just it. That's just it. Many people just want to just fix it by myself. Let me just, this is, this is what I want. By 30, by 29, I must be married. Nothing is going to change that. God, walk with my template. <laughs> you drop template, give God. What does the Bible say? It says, delight in the Lord and he shall grant you what? The desires of your hearts. But first, delight in the Lord and he will make your will to be agreeable with his own. That's it. That's it. Many, many people see me. I know I look very intelligent. This may be the last thing. I am actually. But, but, 
Ah, to read, it's quite challenging for me. Especially when I'm involved in things I'm passionate about. So if I tell you I had a two to you, man, you some people will be surprised. Added to that, if I tell you I had an extra year, some people will be surprised. I had an F in, uh, in my... I'm proud. I had an F. <laughs> F. <laughs> I had an F in my second, uh, second semester final year. I mean, it was, it was a blow. Like, why? You know, my sister was in the set, a class below me, same course. So I was going to be writing an exam with her. Sometimes I've done before. And I was the face. I was the face of CFI in my school. Like, pastor. Everybody knows, you know. So it was, it, was, it was going to be, I could look at it from that perspective that, man, you know, I was, I was very known in the Christian community and all that, but there was an opportunity to even waive the course. I'm on my, my school, they don't waive course normally. I think this was like a miracle breakthrough to waive the course. Just waive it. I'm like, ah, just waive this course now. Wait I want to use the engineering to do yourself. Just waive them, you know. But, in fact, I wrote a letter to my head of department three times. I wrote, first I wrote, don't wave it. Then I wrote, wave it. Then I wrote, don't wave it. <laughs> but the last one, my, uh, <laughs> my dad's friend is a prof in the school, so I had to beg him to talk. What kind of guy is this one? You know, but that was how, the back and forth. But I spent that time, you know. In fact, that time was just a very challenging time in my life. I got, I got into some crazy business. Anyway, that one is not really the point. But what I just want to say is, <laughs> what I really want to say is I want to talk about how I did my NYC and where I work now there was one of my friends in my class right he had a 2-1 so he went God used him to this is, it doesn't make sense remember your story will make sense backwards to make more sense backwards so yeah in retrospect you may not understand it now but when you look back you're like aha but that is if you keep on trusting. Amen. So, time to, um, he had gone ahead. So, it was time for me to do my youth service. Of course, I had to go to Lagos. Now, because that was now the time, the year that they started killing coppers in North and that elections and stuff. So, basically, I went to Lagos. But the point is, he was now in the company. This guy was in my, in my class. He was now in the company. He, he, he was the one that invited me for the interview. He's the one that prepared me for the exam. Now understand this. There were other people that even left. There were other people that he even tried to bring in. But they could not, he could not bring them in because he had not even gained enough ground in the system. Now this is me with my tutu, my my extra year going to work in a company that many had desired to work in, but they could not. Do you understand what I'm saying? This is what happens when you trust God through the process. God has said awesome words about your life. God has spoken words. You must keep trusting him. Amen. Keep looking at Jesus. He's what the what author and what the finisher of your faith. Don't take your eyes off him because it's the beginning and what is the end. And he's going to see us through. You just look at the story of Joseph. This message I preached in school then, it was called I Am Joseph. 
and it's like almost every, it's like everybody's in that phase in their life. You've seen the big picture, you know, the sun and the moon, stars. You didn't see Peter, but you just saw sun and moon and stars. You saw the sheaves bowing down. You didn't see Potiphar's wife. <laughs> of course, you will see other things. Pastor Phil, this is the challenges I have in church. Did you see those? Of course, if you saw it, <laughs> you'll be in the hospital now. <laughs> you know, but I'm sure through that process, you know, Joseph kept, he kept, he kept looking onto Jesus. He kept looking, that's in the type and shadow of that big picture of those dreams that he had. He kept looking, he kept looking was betrayed by his brother, but he kept looking. Some of you, when you have gone to Potiphar's house, you'd have said, ah, this must be the moon. <laughs> don't worry, let me just, my just day. I don't suffer rich. Eh, even if there's palace, let me wait. But he knew that there was, there was something more. There was something more. And that's just, that's how it is for most of us. With different phases, different uh, tests. You know, one issue, the devil is going to try to pull you down. That same issue, God is going to build your muzzle. Same issue. Same issue. So the devil thinks he's breaking you, but God is perfecting you. Whose hands are you in? You're in the potter's hands. You're not in the potter's boy's hands. You know the devil is the potter's boy. <laughs> when they call Jesus, when God calls his sons, David showed up. He's his boy. To tell your tell your neighbor, allow the potter to make you what he wants you to be. Philemon one six. I think it's Philippians one six. It says, "Be confident of this very thing." All right, good. Give me amplified, please. I am confident and sure of this very thing that he who has begun a good work, he will continue it until the day of Jesus Christ. Let me see King James version. Or any version that has perfect. <laughs> Be confident of this very thing that he who has begun a good work in you will complete it until the day of Jesus Christ. Amen. Amen. Has God begun a good work in you? He will perfect it. That's another another word for perfect is completion. Another word is um, performance. He will perform it. You're going to have evident performance in your life this year. Amen. Amen. In fact, when we are praying for this year, what we are praying for is capacity. Capacity. The strength to be responsible. And like I said, responsibility is not works. It's responsibility. Responding to the grace of God in you. To have ability to do what you need to do. Responding to what Christ has done. Then you are enabled to do what he needs you to do. Amen. Amen. So when you think of. When they say be responsible. Be responsible. You don't do responsibility. You be it. It's who you are. Amen. You be it. You are responsible. Because Christ is in you. So I respond to the grace that is supplied to me. And I am able. So God will perfect Everything that concerns you. Amen. Amen. God does not say something and think and start thinking of how to do it. You know, many people think, Oh, how is God is going to put how is he going to put one on two together? How is he going to sort out your marriage, your job? 
It must be very hard now that they're in a recession, so uh, how do I sort my daughter out? Kai, maybe I would tell Buhari to do this or do that. So, no, that's not how it works. Amen. Your, if your salvation was sorted out before you got here, what else? The Bible says if he could give us his only begotten son, how will he not with him freely give us all things? Those days when we were still learning the Bible, we thought that what it meant was if God gave you G class, God class. <laughs> if God gave you G class, like why would he not buy cookie for you? Do you understand? That's how we understood that scripture. But that's not what he's saying. What he's saying is that he gave you the G class. And in the G class, he gave you every other thing. Do you understand? He said, how will you not with him freely give you all things? Tell neighbor, everything you need has been provided for. Come on, say everything you need has been provided for. I just want you to bow your heads and just pray as you're alert. And trust. Say, Lord, I trust you. I trust you. I trust you. I trust you. I look at people and I look at the variety of their background, their education, their family. Guys, everybody's just different. Some have lost their dad, some have lost their mom, some every some you know, just everybody's just different. But God being brings beauty out of this brokenness, brings beauty out of the very way your life is now. There is beauty in it. <laughs> It's just that you're looking at one piece of the jigsaw. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. This concludes this message. Thank you for listening. And for more information about the Standpoint Church, visit our social media platform on www.facebook.com slash standpointabj, twitter.com slash standpointabj, instagram.com slash standpointabj, and on soundcloud.com slash standpointabj.